undefeated heavyweight, 13 and 0, 13 knockouts. Who'll be fighting this Saturday night against Terrell Woods in Atlanta on BXNGTV.com. Rafael Akpijuri. Rafael, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Mr. Mark. How are you, man? Doing well. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us. So we're about a little less uh, when we tape this, a little less than a week away. You're going to be applying your trade in Atlanta, Georgia, take on uh, the 88 fight veteran Terrell Woods. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, Raphael? It's going to be a good one. You know, this is going to be the toughest uh, fight of my career so far. Um, this guy has over. 80, like you said, 88 fights. Um, he's had over 380 rounds in the boxing ring. Um, that's excluding the amateur um, bouts that he's had. And, you know, it's been, and that's also including the number, amount of years that he's had boxing with camps and all of that experience. So this is going to be a tough test for my career. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, this would, I mean, winning this fight by the grace of God will show the world what I'm all about. And he, he's a guy, despite what his record says, he's he sneaks up on guys. And just his last, you know, four or five fights, he he uh, defeated 30-0 J.D. Chapman, 6-0, uh, excuse me, 8-0 Rolando Soto. It, you know, this is just in his last few fights. So, uh, you know, uh, obviously you're highly motivated and have to be on your game to, to take out Mr. Woods. Yes, he's a very tough opponent. You know, he's not a he's not a pushover. Um, there's a reason why we accepted a fight against him. You know, we believe that fighting a guy again, fighting a guy like him would um, give us the experience that we need and the number of rounds that he can possibly give us. And you know, we just have to come out um, to be our best. You know, and uh, you know, hopefully, by the grace of God, you know, things will fall in our favor. But at the end of the day, you know, it's still boxing. We have to go there and apply the fundamentals we know. And all the work that we've done over the past few weeks in preparation for this fight will come out. And I hope that we're going to be successful at the end of the day. 13 and 0, 13 knockouts. I usually ask fighters when they get the 8 0, 9 0, 10 0, and they're, they're all knockouts. Do you start feeling like, okay, I you know want to keep this knockout streak? Or at this point, the knockout streak is just something something nice to have and right now you're just looking to win by any means necessary um it's nice to have it's uh you know it, it makes the story sound better you know yeah i've never gone into a fight looking for a knockout and i will never go into a fight looking for a knockout it just happens to fall um like i in- initially said you know the the goal is to go in there with your fundamentals if you go in there with your fundamentals of boxing and apply pressure the way that you've been training you know guys Guys, some guys can handle it. I don't believe Terrell Jamal Woods is not is the kind of guy that would not would not handle it. I think he can handle it. I think he's shown over the past eighty something fights of his career that he can he can he can uh, accept and handle pressure um, both at, both him giving it offensively and him receiving it defensively. Um, I'm not going there looking for a knockout. If it comes, all well and good. It's going to be a crown to my success. But, yeah, I never go into a fight looking for a knockout, and I never will go into a fight looking for a knockout. You, you talked about the fundamentals. A lot of fighters, they learn the fundamentals at an early age. You're a guy who took up the sport late. You were a, a football player at the University of Miami, a basketball player at the University of Miami. So you feel you, you, you still have a lot to learn in, in this in this game. And 
you know, so far you've gotten off to, to as good a start as, as possible with winning all 13 fights by knockout. Uh, well, how far do you, you, do you feel you have to go to, you know, we see the best of, uh, of Rafael Akpajuri? Well, I have a lot to learn. Um, I'm not oblivious to the fact that I'm new to the sport. You know, I've been boxing for a little bit less than six years. Um, it's, it's nice that, you know, I've been athletic my whole life, so I didn't have to come into the sport um, trying to get in shape. I didn't have to come into the sport, you know, um, to be strong or to be fast. You know, I already brought those things with me. So um, I've taken the past six years just learning the fundamentals. The first two years as an amateur, the last four with Glenn Johnson, who was the best you can possibly get, you know. And every day we just have the fundamentals of, of the sport, you know, from making the, making, the, making the fight game as simple as possible. You know, throw the jab a hundred times around. Uh, focus on the right hand, you know, body shots, sitting down, you know, moving the right way and not trying to be um, overtly um, skillful, as we would like to say, or, you know, just focusing on what needs to be focused on to win fights. Um, I think that's what has brought me success over the past, I mean, as a newbie to the sport. And I think that's gonna as what's going to bring me success um, going into the future, you know, focus on what what's important. Um, to me, that's what winning is, you know, just, uh, um, like I said, bringing the fundamentals into the fight every time, keeping your focus, regardless of what happens, you know, you know that, okay, that uh, you can brush that aside and just keep doing what you do. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, you'll be successful after the end of the fight. Usually when we see uh, someone turn the boxing from an- another sport, you actually are coming, you know, you're coming from boxing from two other sports. What which sport, whether it being football or basketball, most translate to boxing? Like, like which abilities do you use more that you've used in other sports? Would it be maybe more the your football training or your basketball training? Would you say has helped you more in your boxing career? None of them. Okay, um, boxing. Yeah. Is, <laughs> boxing is a sport of its own. You know, um, in, in basketball, you know, you play defense one time. Then you go on offense. In football, you're only on one side of the fence. You play offense the whole time or you play defense the whole time. In boxing, you play both at the same time. Um, there's no timeout. There is no – if you're not in shape, you get buzzed. You can be in the best shape in the world and you don't have the fundamentals of the game. And, you know, you can lose the fight. You know, you could be winning the fight for 12 rounds and, you know, you lose by one night. You know, nothing prepares you for the sport of boxing except for boxing. Um, it's nice to have played other sports. Um, it's nice to have that athletic background, but the athleticism in boxing can only take you thus far. You know, it's a very, very, it's a kill sport, you know. Um, you just have to, you know, do your best, um, focus on what, what's important, and, you know, work hard. In fact, I can say I'm from being around gyms, I've seen so, several professional and high-level college players, they'll take up boxing especially linemen because they're using their hands so much they said they they, they said it, it helps with that you know what you know for, for like their upcoming season that did you agree with that a little bit that maybe if you're a lineman you know with all the hand fighting that goes on uh, with pass rushing and blocking and all that stuff do you think that helps a, that that would help a football player in that degree I do. I do. Um, I do think, actually, I was, I'm of this school of thought that every football player, every lineman, actually every quarterback should actually take a boxing. 
because the fundamentals of throwing the right hand or throwing the hook are the same, but just the same and actually a better enhanced with boxing because with boxing comes with plenty of you know, firing for one side, you know, and I think that's, uh, I personally think every line man should take boxing, not just for the conditioning itself, but just for applying the strength fundamentals for rotating on one side. So, yeah, I think, I'm, I believe, I believe every line man should do that. Uh, uh, the past, you know, bunch of years, obviously you're of Nigerian descent. Obviously, we th- when we think of that, we think of guys like Samuel Peter and, you know, even before him, uh, Ike Biabuchi before he ran in. But were you very aware of those guys? And were they influences on you in terms of, you know, th- their boxing success? Um, I was aware of those guys, but they were not really influences. You know, we everybody comes to boxing from different, uh, for different reasons and from the, from different places. Um, I knew I knew um, Samuel Peter because back in the day, every time he was fighting, the whole country shut down to watch him. Wow, you know that's how influential he was. Um, Abuchi is um, is actually really good heavyweight. I actually got to know him after getting into boxing. I didn't know him that much, I guess, because he was in the championship then. You know, um, we we see our Nigerian champions with a lot of greats, you know, and a lot of celebrity over there. Um, I came into boxing from a different route. They they came in from the um, from from the trenches of boxing. I mean, they started when they were younger. You know, they had a great amateur career. I didn't have any of that. You know, I came in from college, from being here. You know, just from a different route. So I wouldn't say they had any influence on me coming up. If I would have asked you while you were, uh, you know, making uh, shooting baskets or playing football for the University of Miami, if I would have said, you know, 10 years down the line, you're going to be in the middle of the ring knocking guys out rather than maybe playing in the finals or playing for a Super Bowl, you, you probably would have thought I was crazy if I, if I told you that. Yeah, I, even a year before I started boxing, if you had told me that a year before I started boxing, <laughs> I would have thought you were crazy. You know, boxing is a thing that, you know, it just came and I accepted it because, you know, I'm the kind of guy that I, I, I believe every opportunity you have, you have to take it regardless of what um, you might feel about it. Then down the road, you know, you only regret the things that you don't do. You don't regret the things that you do. So boxing came through, and, you know, I, I took it and I ran with it. Actually, somebody made me run with it, and I thought it was a great uh, it was a great thing for me, and you know, I ran with it. But I never, as far back as, I would say, seven years ago, I never thought I would be boxing. What's it like? Uh, obviously, you're coming from team sports. You're the only guy in between those ropes. Uh, you know, you, when you're playing those other sports, you're, you're relying on your teammates to, to come together as one. Is it is it a big like kind of difference being that it's only only you in there? Yeah, it's it's a huge difference. You know, um, the risk is higher and the reward is higher. You know, you have to do uh, all the work. Um, the 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 only person that maybe shares your pain is your coach, and he shares your pain not with the punches, but with the time that he spends with you. You know, and the instruction and probably some level of frustration on what you're not doing right. Um, the reward is also great because you know all the glory comes to you, but you know sometimes you really don't enjoy the glory as much because you know how much work you put in before you got to the level of winning a fight. Um, it go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I finish what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it, it's completely different. You know, it it is nicer because I mean, there's no there are no political angles to the sport itself. You know what you 
if you go into the ring, you know, the work that you put in is what's going to show. Uh, nobody can help you. No politicians can go when punches are flying. You know, um, there's no substitution. There's no illegal substitution. There are no, you know, you get the, the opportunity you get. You make what you make what you want of the opportunities you get. You know, and you will get those opportunities. All of that is what you do with it. So it's a, it's a, it's a very, very different um, type of game. You're a, you're a guy who's, you know, so far in your career been flying under the radar. And I don't understand how a guy 6'8", 250 pounds can fly under under the radar. Well, how many more fights do you think it's going to take or how many more knockouts for them to start mentioning you as, you know, one of the up-and-coming heavyweights with some of the bigger names out there? Um, how long, like I said, it's still work in progress. You've only been fighting a handful of years. Is it is that kind of good that you can kind of take your time a little bit and not get thrown into to some fights that maybe uh, you're not ready for? I don't think I'm not ready for any fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think there's a fight where as long as a man has, um, as long as a man is just like me, um, I don't think there's any man in the world that I'm not going to be ready for any time. Um, but with that being said, um, I, 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 when I was, when I was, I guess three months in, three years into boxing, you know, I used to think that way that, oh, I need to get this number of fights to be recognized and why is this opportunity not coming in? I'm good. But now I don't really care that much. I just care about what's in front of me, you know? And I, I, I realized that um, I need a lot. I have a lot of experience that I, I'm lacking, you know? Um, it is nice to have knockout power, but with knockout power comes uh, the reduction in amount of rounds that you can actually get. Um, I don't think I've had a profession. I don't think I've had uh, about up to 20 rounds in the boxing ring yet, you know, and that I need to get. Um, that's why this side is very important to, uh, for me because this is a guy that is very, a very seasoned veteran. You know, he does not get knocked out. He's going to refuse to lose. Um, he's going to come to fight and he's going to do his best to make sure that, you know, I'm on the losing end. So these are the kind of guys that I need to fight and get better with. Um, I don't think there's a number of fights I need to get to. I think the quality of my boxing is what's going to speak for itself. Um, going to Atlanta, you know, that's a new market that I'm going to expose myself to. And, you know, um, hopefully from there, you know, we, I hope I do well. And, you know, the next... We just look for what's in front of us, and the next thing will open up after we're taking care of what's in front of us. Uh, I would imagine, and uh, I mean, I don't know this for sure, with guys like Wilder at six seven, uh, Tyson Fury at six foot nine. Uh, have you been called into some camps of some of the guys fighting them? Because there aren't a lot of guys at that size walking around who can who are credible like yourself. Have you been in some of the camps of their potential opponents? No, I have not been in camp with them. Oh, wow. I just followed a whole lot of them because um, most of them train in Miami. Yeah. Um, so I guess you can call that camp. Um, but I haven't been, you know, in training, in a secluded training camp with any of these guys yet. Um, I sparred a lot with, um, I think we've probably done like 50 plus rounds with Nick um, Christian Thune, Honoride Wireman. These are Olympic Olympians, Frank Sanchez. Um, Ivan Disco, you know, Tyrone Spong, you know, the, the top tier guys. You know, I've done hundreds and hundreds of rounds with them from 
my time as an amateur to this day. You know, I don't say no sparring because sparring is something that, you know, it's not available for heavyweight. So whatever comes to you, you have to take it. Um, but if it's me going to somebody's camp and training, I've already done that aspect of things. So most of my experience in boxing has come to this regular sparring session, Saturday session, Wednesday session. These most of these guys every week. I mean, they have a fight. You know, if they're training in Miami, I go to where they are and we get sparring on and, you know, we learn from there. Is it something that you would like to do at some point, though? Maybe get, get into a camp with the. Uh someone who's fighting a fury or someone who's fighting a wilder or someone like that. Cause like I said, there aren't too many guys their size. You're one of the very few. I, I'm actually surprised they wouldn't, wouldn't bring a guy like you in to, to try to replicate or at least get the, the look at a, of a six foot eight guy uh, in front of them. Well, I mean, also think about it, right? I mean, their managers probably think I'm no good. You know, I just started boxing less than four years ago. And so, they probably don't see me as someone that, you know, that's been his, that's someone that's, his name has been circulating in the market for a long time. So you can't really blame them on that aspect. I'm new, I am new to the sport, you know, um, but it's something, it's something that I will be very much interested in, you know, because I know that one day I'm going to be at that level where I have to hold a training camp and I need to know what a training camp feels like. So, um, uh, you think, training camp is something that I'll be interested in going or the underwater training camp or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, security training camp I think that's the training camp. These are things that I would love to go to. I know that there's a whole lot of other heavyweights in it that you actually get, we can actually get work with and you know, you can get better from there. So, yes, I would love to be in these um, types of um, training camp situations in the future. I can know I can tell you you're you're a great interview because usually I keep these interviews to like ten to twelve minutes. I look up we're almost at eighteen minutes and, and it's flown by just like this. So, and and the, I don't I won't keep keep you much longer. What do you want to say to the fans before we see you uh, Saturday night live on BXNGTV.com? Take on Ter- Terrell Jamal Woods, the eighty-eight fight veteran, uh, you know, guy who's pulled a lot of upsets before. What do you want to say to the fans out there before we see you Saturday night in Atlanta? Well, I just want to say to those that have been supporting me, I really appreciate you. Um, a whole lot of fans have supported me a career thus far. And, uh, you know, keep watching. Um, good things are about to happen. Um, I don't predict knockouts, but I predict hard work. I predict good boxing, and I want to always bring the fight. And uh, it's going to be a good one. Saturday is going to be a good one. We're going to be shutting down the city of Atlanta. and. Uh, you know, BXNG TV, that's another place to watch the fight. And we're going to be there live and direct, um, putting up a great show of boxing. And by the end of the day, and every, all the fans will be happy that they've seen us fight. And where can the fans follow you if they want to drop you a line or just follow the comings and goings of a, an undefeated 13-0-13 knockout uh, heavyweight? Where, where are they finding you on the social media? Well, YouTube is a great one. You know, you can talk about him on YouTube. Um, my videos are on there, but you know, if you want to follow my day today, I primarily um, use um, Instagram. My Instagram is my first name underscore my last name, my last name Rafael underscore Akujuri at Rafael underscore Akujuri. So there, I post my um, my my life, all my stories, uh, my training sessions, uh, my weight training, my boxing training. Uh, my social life most of the time. I try to party a little bit, so don't judge me <laughs> on that one. <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can follow me, and that's my primary social media handle. You're in Atlanta, yeah, you're in Miami. I mean, who who wouldn't want to 
who who wouldn't want to you know get check out the South Beach? I mean, I've <laughs> only been there. I've only been there a few times, and uh, uh, you know, I I don't I I did that a couple times. And, and Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night turned into Wednesday really quick. So, <laughs> well, Ralph, nice Ralph, I look forward to meeting you this uh, week in Atlanta. We wish you best of luck, and we'll talk to you along the way. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the time again. Thank you. Thank you.